Hey, B and his friend are at the bar. The friend asked the B for his car keys because the B was a little buzzed. Do you get it? Do you get it? God, that one slayed this past weekend with my grandmother. She really hated it. Hey, this is a new downright sports. Buckle up. Look at your watch. Look at your phone. Time actually got set back, but it still remains one thing. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. It's the only DJ chasing and locked in right here to Downright Sports with Brent Reed. You know what it is, man. But I want y'all to go, go, go on that Amazon, that Kindle, my official ebook out now, the record label Cheat Sheet Volume 1, written by me, a quick, quick, quick reference guide of how to, how a record label is run, how you should run your record label, and there's some bonus tips in there. You know what it is, man. So get that book on Amazon. You know what it is, man. The record label Cheat Sheet. You know what it is, man. The official ebook. Out now, let's go. Cheer.
you are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. To an all new downright sports, I am your host Brent Reed. For some reason, I feel like I haven't done this in a long time, and I think I only missed one episode. I really feel like I only missed one episode. I could be wrong. I have notes that tell me that actually doesn't matter. Welcome to an all new show, episode eight on this young new season. Now, if you never heard the show before, it is a sports show for sports fans, spoken to all of you by a sports fan the notorious sports critic if you will how about that that's what i go by the notorious sports critic a lot of fun there a lot of fun i love it so (laughs) i do the show and i basically then the dog wants to get up she is a true so i just changed the batteries in this remote that i use to record on one of the cameras And it's decided to die, like, at this very godforsaken moment. So, that's always fun. (laughs) Like, don't you start, Mayor. Go sit. (laughs) So, Mariana is one of the three dogs Allie and me share and, and have. And she's done every, almost every show in the past. But recently, with the new studio, the new setup, it's a little tighter. So, now there's moments... Gosh darn it. I guess episode... I guess segment one will get recorded. But, uh, (laughs) she now will pick moments during the show where she's like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to roll around on the floor and I'm going to scratch my back. And it's really not an issue and I actually don't care. The issue... Pro is from a, you know, she knocks the cameras over. So I have three cameras up and she's like rolling and, you know, like, no, you're big. Like, man's not small. She's not a small dog. Go to her, my TikTok. You will see her. She's not a small dog. She is the beautiful, big, black and white, a true representation of Ali and me's love. Anyway, let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. So, I'm going to put a special note on here for myself that last week, breaking news hit. The Clippers made a blockbuster move. They went and got James Harden and sent a bunch of pieces away. whoop de doo I'm a week behind. James Harden played last night, so I'm more, act, more recent than he is. Everybody's probably all gaga. Like, this is it. This is the big four. They, they revolutionized it. There was the big three. There was the, 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 the dynamic duos. The you know, then it was the big threes and now the big four. I'm just going to come out and say it. This is not what segment one is about, but let me be very, very clear. This team will never win a championship as constructed as it is now. It's not possible. It can't happen. Why? Because James, let's do it. Let me, Kawhi Leonard is the only person who won a championship out of these other three uh, players. Okay. One of Kawhi's championships, he was on a team with three other Hall of Famers known as the San Antonio Spurs. 
in the t- the the championship he won in Toronto, I'm gonna call a spade. A spade. It was one of them fluky. Oh, let's win one for the Gipper. He won and dipped out. Man, don't start. Here it comes. Here it comes. I knew it was getting ready to start. I knew it was going to start. I got to find. Stop. Out. If you're going to scratch. <laughs> Live radio. It's nothing like it. Don't start. You look. Hold on. Let me just pause for a second. She's been in here for over two hours and hasn't moved. And like the moment I say, welcome everybody. She's like, oh yeah. Let me let the world know who I am. Ah, it's about me. You get a microphone. And a recorder and whatever, and you do the Mariana podcast, and I will listen and support it. Everybody needs support. Anyway, as I was saying, the Clippers are not winning a championship. I, my boy Antoine, uh, Hazy Haymaker, big Clippers fan. My my man Mike Miff, uh, big Clippers fan. I'm sorry to tell you guys, Clippers ain't winning a championship. They don't have the DNA built in them. James Harden don't play basketball for the sake of, I want to win. He plays basketball because he gets a fat paycheck and he he's good at it. So if you're good at a job, you keep doing it, okay? But for, and Paul, you know, the only person I feel bad for in this whole scenario is Paul George. I feel like Paul George has made the wrong decisions everywhere he has gone. Paul George should be in L.A., the true L.A. with the Lakers. He should be side by side with LeBron. Or he should be in Miami with Jimmy Butler. Or he should be anywhere else other than side saddled up with Kawhi Leonard. And, and you know, and the sad part is in Russ's case. I love Russ. Russ, I believe, has that, that want. He wants to be great. He wants to win. The problem with this is Russ, you know, he's been, uh, uh, you know, he's been in the wrong place at the wrong time. When he was put on the Lakers, that team was just a dumpster fire. Uh, uh, Kevin Durant just abandoned him. Uh, he never, he never found a home, and it's sad. You know, it's really, it really is sad that we're, you know, we don't, get, you know, Russ may never get a championship. It's fine. Patrick Ewing never got one. Charles Barkley never got one. But in any case, don't look for the Clippers to win a championship. Now, next week's show. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a segment on this new notion that any guy that my money yeah money penny's joining the show it's a family affair <laughs> this new notion that um, every player that ever stepped foot in the game of basketball is a hall of famer it's the craziest thing hold on a second don't lay down my man that a girl I got this Giants pillow I bought like. 100 years ago for Money Penny, and I leave it right there. Then she gets up. Money Penny, lay down. Lay down. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> you know what's crazy? If I could put them on the show, if I could find a way, like just put the camera on them, my views, my listens will go up. That's the crazy thing. I could just record the dogs, and my listens will go up. It's the best thing in the world. Anyway, next week, I'll devote all my time and effort in just destroying this notion that every guy that ever picked up a basketball in today's NBA is a Hall of Famer. It's the craziest thing. The NBA Hall of Fame is, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a popularity contest. Kind of makes me wish I played in the NBA because I felt like if I could have just averaged like 18 points a game, a couple assists here and there, and made a name for myself, I could be a Hall of Famer. That's how I feel. Sorry if you disagree. That's why I do a show. If you disagree, then you do a show, and then you can speak how you feel. I sound angry. 
I shouldn't be. Anyway, <laughs> um, because I had the TV on and a lot of my ideas for this show sometimes comes from, oh, what are they talking about in the TV land? And I just happened, I actually, while recording, may break for new, may do a breaking news because I have the TV on. The top 25 college playoff rankings getting ready to come out. So I may break from my segment and go straight to that. And this thing goes fast. So we're, as it pops up, I will jump back and forth. Any of the case. I decided, uh, oh, so watch the first take. They were doing the top five Shannon Sharp and um, Stephen A. Smith. And I feel like they've done this every week. <laughs> and I just feel like they're taking advantage of fans. Because I feel like every week they've done the top five greatest basketball players of all time. It's a little weird, if you ask me. Like, what are you doing? Like, the top 20, like, every week, the top 25 greatest players of all time. It's just, it's a little strange. So I decided I'm going to end this argument, okay? I'm going to end it between me, myself, and I. Because nobody else watches or listens or cares. So, I decided to do the real top five, um, top five in basketball, NFL, and baseball. Right here, I'm going to end it, okay? Let's start with baseball, less controversial. In baseball, number five, Yogi Berra. You're asking me, what? Have you lost your mind? Yogi Berra has 10 World Series championships. He's a former MVP, World Series MVP. The man has records that catchers don't do today. He caught for 10 seasons, 10 plus seasons, 154 games as a catcher. Okay. He was the, his home run totals as a catcher is still in the top five, period. He's one of the best to ever do it. And he didn't do it with the blueprint. Like, See ball, hit ball. The best player to compare him to is Vlad Guerrero. Ball was ball was anywhere in the vicinity. He was hitting it. That's how that went. Here she goes again. Mariana. <laughs> I love the dog. Um, and my mother's calling me. This is the greatest show of all time. What is happening here today? I just don't know. I'm going to let this keep ringing as my mother's just calling me. After I told her I was recording the show. This is crazy. Yeah, I'm a just keep calling. Normally it comes to my iPad, but it's not. So I uh, so I can stop it. Get the hint, ma. There you go. <laughs> it's the greatest show. This is the best. This is this is this is phenomenal. Any case, Yogi Bear is number five. Number four, Bob Gibson, beast. Uh two-time World Series champion. The guy pitched to clinch the game. He pitched the game to get them to the playoffs. Then he pitched game two. And, oh, he pitched the game to get them to the World Series, game two of the World Series, and then game six, and then, like, game seven. He did it remarkably, but he was the most feared pitcher without any question known to man. Like, just feared. Okay? Um, Mayor disagrees. Then you have, at number three, Barry Barnes. One of the best. I don't forget all the allegations and all that stuff, Okay. Quite frankly, one of the best pure players to ever play, defensively, offensively. Number two, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron broke Barry bon uh, Bay Roof's record. He was the record holder. Bonds broke his record. Um, Hank never played, in my opinion, on teams that were worth anything, so he pretty much was just racking up his individual stats. Number one, Babe Roof. To this day, is still top five in all records. Uh, changed the game, revolutionized sports. 
was uh, pretty much changed how you watch sports, changed how you watch baseball. Before Babe Ruth, home runs were frowned upon. It was base hits. It was uh, stolen bases. It was um, bunting. And then Ruth said, why? <laughs> Not to mention, today's baseball players swing bats that are like 30 31, 24. Babe Ruth was swinging a 34, 35 ounce bat. That's what he used to swing. That makes you great in, in and all itself. Okay. Now, moving on to the NFL. As we said, we're going to end this argument, period. Merrick, go sit, baby. We're going to end this argument, period. Okay. In the NFL, number five, Joe Montana. I don't need to speak his resume. Undefeated in the playoffs, World Series after World Series. All right, number four, Deion Sanders. From a from what he did defensively is insane. He played both. He's the last, probably one of the last since Devin Hester to play both sides of the ball. Okay, go sit, Chef. Go sit, Bubby. <laughs> I'm just getting all the love today. All right, Deion won a championship with the 49ers, and then when well the Cowboys win. Their last two. Like, that's pretty impressive if you ask me. Number three, Reggie White. All right? I'm just watching Merrick. This is it's the greatest show of all time. <laughs> Reggie White. Defensive. I thought about putting LT here. I thought about putting so many other guys, but I felt like Reggie White really fit the mold. He fit the bill. He was the perfect defensive player. Uh, you know, Green Bay won a championship. He was feared. He was gentle. He was a religious man. And he had knocked the snot out of you. Uh, number two, Jerry Rice. It's Jerry Rice, okay? And number one, Tom Brady. Seven championships. I'm not going on anymore. And played until he was 109. Now, everybody's favorite, the NBA. Here we go. At number five, LeBron James. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out could I take him off the top five? With becoming the all-time scoring leader, to me, puts him in the top five, but it does not put him ahead of those these next few guys. Will Chamberlain, say what you will. If Bill Russell, if Kareem, and I don't think the two, actually, I don't think the two, yeah, they, they, they saw each other once or twice, but if Bill's on your list, in the top five, Wilters. And just be very clear, last person to score 100 points in a regular season game. He averaged 50 points one season. Still hasn't been done. Hasn't been duplicated. Even with a three-point line, nobody has done it. Now, don't give me this all. Oh, he was the biggest guy. Yabby, 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 yabby. Shaq was the biggest guy at one point. Shaq didn't do it. Like, just because he was the biggest guy didn't make him the best. I'm sure he wasn't. I'm, if we really, if I really wanted to spend time, I'm pretty sure I could find other seven-footers who played in Wilt Chamberlain's era. He was just better than whoever played against him. Funny enough, as great as, as, un, as, as, as the talent was so minuscule, why doesn't Wilt have more than two championships if the talent was that less than? Stop with that talent crap, okay? He played to, he was the best for his era, all right? LeBron is the best of his era. If you'll notice, there's a common theme here. Number three, can't what you say, Shaquille O'Neal, because of the fact how dominant he was, because of the fact they had to draft people 
to guard him, and it didn't matter. Odom Wikandy had a job because of him. The league was trying to figure out what to do, how to guard Shaquille O'Neal, and they couldn't do it. All right. Um, number two, Magic Johnson. Won the championship as rookie year and was the MVP of that. The Lakers went where he went. The Lakers were only as good as he wanted them to be. If you think not, then you're crazy and high. He influenced and he influenced and revolutionized how you look at the game. Okay, the reason why you have guards like uh, Wimble, uh, Victor Wimbanyama or Kevin Durant because Magic at six nine they let him be the point guard because there was no such thing as a six nine point guard before Magic. And number one is Michael Jordan. Dispute that. You can't. I'm sorry. Mike beat everyone that he was supposed to beat. This argument in this note, like the game of basketball is designed, sports period is designed for you to beat who's in front of you. Okay? And if you're beating, when the time comes, when the chips is all in and you're playing for the grandest prize of it all and you're undefeated in that, and you never played in the game seven, and you beat everyone who was your peers at the time, so be it. Don't give me this notion it was his team, okay? LeBron in Miami had a team of two other, excuse me, three other Hall of Famers, if you include Ray Allen at one point, and he only squeaked out two championships. Got to Cleveland. He has two Hall of Famers in Cleveland. Kawhi, Kawhi uh, Irving, Love, squeaked out one. And now in L.A., one. Don't give me this crap. Stop it. And all oh, the talent was better. That's what makes Jordan great. At the time Jordan played, the talent was better than the talent of previous years. Jordan beat the talent. Okay, so what about Mike? Look when he got to the Wizards. Okay, he got to the Wizards. He was 40 and had played in two years. Any more arguments you want to make? Start their careers at the same mark where they were supposed to start winning. What was it? The seven-year mark? Is that the, the measuring stick? The seven-year mark? Start the career at the seven-year mark. Mike kept winning. LeBron? And I'm not done. We're going to talk about LeBron in the second segment. Trust me. We will. But that's it. That's the list. Kind of wish I recorded this segment somewhere somehow it's all right it's not a big deal i don't care it was still fun hey this is downright sports we come back in the next segment we're going to like i said keep the lebron james segment going on uh lebron um gave his thoughts on his years in miami i feel like i should comment on that i mean what else do i have to do have nothing else to fill but show to this fill for the show all right um when we come back, uh, when I take this break, I'm going to throw some Beatles on. Then we're going to come back. Little news for some of you, for others. It's going to be Hell Melvin and the Blue Notes. And then we're going to finish uh, the show up with just a list of topics. I just threw out there some random topics. All right. Downway Sports, everybody. Acknowledge me.
My guitar gently weeps by well it's it says it's the Beatles, but it's not. I think it's just George Harrison. And I recommend everyone who's never heard of that song download it. But I also recommend going to YouTube. But you can actually go on Apple Music. Which means if you do it on Apple Music, you can do it on Spotify and look up the video where Prince plays to it and murders it. Like shreds it, just kills it. Some of the greatest guitarists on there. I I like all music. Calm down. Alright, so LeBron did a, a interview uh where I saw the where I found the interview was on first take, but then I looked it up and Courthouse News Service, which I don't think that's where the interview originated. No, originated with the Associated Press. Okay, good. And why the Lakers were playing in Miami. 
LeBron conducted a press conference with a quote that stood out was, and I quote, I was 25 years old when I came here, referring to Miami. Still a kid, even though I was seven years in. Still a kid, LeBron says again, uh, end quote. Uh, LeBron said this in context to basically when he got to Miami, he was still young and naive and dumb. And it's kind of poo-pooing the notion that Miami wasn't, you know, wasn't always cracked up to be. The whole entire quote, I'm not reading the whole article, but the whole entire quote, I was 25 years old. Uh, he says this in a shoot around. And then uh, I came here for one reason, one reason only, to win a championship. That was my only goal. That's the only reason why I teamed up with D-Wade and Bosh, because I felt like I couldn't do it in Cleveland. I tried to recruit guys to come to Cleveland. I tried to go and help upstairs, meaning the front office, and it wasn't helping. So I had an opportunity to be a free agent, and I did what I thought was best for my career. Uh, this article was done by Tim Rollins, Rollins, excuse me, Tim Rollins of the Associated Press basketball writer. <clears throat> I, this was probably in context to them. You know, every player, again, going back, to, if you listen to the first segment, every guy's legacy. And I think they're like, oh, we're going to retire his jersey. Play four seasons. Why? So he won two championships. whoop de do. Like, <laughs> Miami had, what, one before him? And so, bravo. Was he the sole reason they won? Yes. Could Wade and Bosch have done it themselves? No. No. They would have just been... A good team. They would not had been as they would not had they wouldn't be the team everybody remembers. But in my opinion, that Miami team, as great as that team was, LeBron was in the peak LeBron form. He was at his height. He was as much as to do with that team winning championships as the Wayne Wade and Chris Bosch in the helping him. Everyone recognizes that. Let's be clear why he left. Miami, because Miami was not his team. It was Wade's team, and it's always, until the day he dies, the Godfather's team. That man is Pat Riley, who has earned the stature, has earned the right, has earned everything to make the Miami Heat what he wants it to be. We now hear that guy says guys are retiring. They talk about the Miami Heat way, and how it's different and, you know, you, you know, you got to, there's a weight requirement and the workout regimens and gaga, gaga, gaga. What Pat Riley is, tries to do in Miami or tried to do with that team was he wanted to enlist people who wanted to win. What I read out of this article was I was a 25 year old kid. I was still a kid. I went to Miami because my, at that time, my only goal was to win a championship. He won his two, which in hit LeBron's mind ended any conversation of where he ranked in the upper epilogue or the, ep, the <laughs> I had like two beers, I'm sorry, where he ranked in the pantheon of the league. Because once he won two, then the argument could end. You can't dispute him because he was always going to get the numbers. Uh, barring injury, which God, you know, blessed him that never happened, but it was always going to be, you know, he just, what was, what was going to be the missing link? Where, you know, where we, where could you 
stop the conversation. If you're going to call LeBron the greatest, well, the greatest don't have a championship. So how's he the greatest? Oh, my God. So what do I do? I'll go to Miami and win a championship. Boom. Get that. And then nobody can say nothing. That tells me him going to Miami after he won. Now in Cleveland 2.0 and now with L.A., championships don't matter. That's what that's saying. That's what that tells me. That championships don't matter. And don't tell me that I'm full of it because he's proving that on a day-to-day basis or the year-to-year basis that he only delivered he delivered his one to Cleveland. So check that. LeBron is a checkbox player. Let's be clear. He's a checkbox player. So all right. Uh get drafted. Check. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Break records as a young player. Check. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, crap. Need to win a championship. All right. Check. Oh, God. I lucked up and got two. Whoa. Pretty cool, right? Thanks. Thanks, Ray Allen. Now, I can't I can't go back to Cleveland and not give Cleveland a championship. All right. Check. Gave Cleveland a championship. Now, pff, I got nothing else to prove. Oh, Lord. I ended up in Miami. What? I mean, I ended up with the Lakers. What will I do? Well, you can't be a Laker and not win a championship. It's like being a Yankee and not win a championship. Or a Cowboy and not win a championship. Just ask Dak Prescott. All right. Check. Now LeBron has checked all the boxes. He's delivered. So now he can focus on whatever the hell else he focuses on. Listen. You're saying to me, well, if he didn't care, why does he play? Because, like I said previously... If they're going to keep paying a ridiculous amount of money and you're good at your job, why not keep showing up? So he keeps showing up. But the the return on investment? Eh. From like now, yes, let's be clear. From a box office standpoint, from tickets and all that, yada, 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 he's done his job. Fans show up. Kids want to see him. To this day, quite frankly, he plays... Mind, mind, leave her. <laughs> to this day... He does more than some of the younger players. Like, you see, like, the one thing I will appreciate LeBron has done is his availability. The guy's available. But let's not pretend there was a couple years ago he was trying to do the whole, like, I don't need to play nonsense either. Like, I, I can sit on the bench too, guys. Like, let rest. Let, let's rest. I don't know. I do know. I'm not even going to pretend. <laughs> LeBron left Miami because Pat Riley was not going to allow LeBron James to do what he want. The same reason, the same reason why he didn't want to come to the Knicks. Because Phil Jackson was not going to allow him to do whatever the hell he wanted. If you look at LeBron's track record, when he's done with you, he disposes you. You're done. I don't need you anymore. All right? Wade and Bosh, I'm done with you. Bye. I'm leaving. He didn't take Wade and Bosch with him to Cleveland. Now, unfortunately for Chris Bosch, he got hurt. He did. I'm sorry. Like, he got hurt. Like, his health came first. So, Chris Bosch had to step away. But he didn't say, Wade, come with me to Cleveland and we'll keep this gravy train rolling. No, he dipped. When he left Cleveland the second time, he didn't tell. Uh, well, Kawhi left him first. Not Kawhi. Uh, Kyrie left him first. But he bought him poor old. Kevin Love, who was up in Minnesota living his best life, being a a, a double-double machine. Uh, some called him the second coming of Bird. All this stuff. Brought him to Cleveland. 
and left him there to die. Left him there to be forgotten about. Yeah, he got the paycheck. Whoop de doo. Outside of that, his like Kevin Love's career just went like flat. They a uh, respirator couldn't bring it back until you saw him resurrected. Where? Where was he resurrected? In Miami. In Miami, he was resurrected. Okay, so now he goes to L.A. And when he's, if he could have, he would have got rid of Anthony Davis already. But LeBron, he, he realized there's nowhere else really for him to go. You get what I'm saying? Because let me back, let me, let me repeat myself. He got his two champion. The two championships he got in Miami were for him. It wasn't for Miami. It was for him. So he got his two championships. So you can end any argument of where he ranks in the all time. He gave Cleveland their championship. So they got their first and only, and maybe their only, but gave Cleveland their first championship in a whatever. And like, what was it? Like 50, it was like 80 years or something like that. And then he goes to LA, gives LA a championship. He's older now. He can't do that. So where the only other places where he ha could have gone to maybe help give them a championship, he could have went to New York, gave the Knicks or the Nets a championship. He could have gone to Boston, but then, like, that's just weird. A Laker to Boston, like, that's just been odd. I, I, I don't know where else he could, because, like, no other team, like, a championship is going to be that, you know, it's going to change that much. But LeBron ran from Miami, is what I'm saying. He ran. He got as far away from there as possible because Pat Riley demands a lot. Listen to Shaq talk about when he got to Miami, what Pat Riley demanded of him. Look, the reason why Wade worked out there is because Dwayne Wade was built for that. He wanted to win. He wanted, like, Dwayne Wade, before the Miami, the, 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 the LeBron Miami whole thing, the league and fans looked at Wade the same way we looked at AI. That guy's a warrior. He wants to win. He's got all heart. He's doing it by himself. Is how we look that way. It's how we still look at Wade. We do look at LeBron in a sense. He's in the in my top five of all time. He's fifth. And we respect where he does and what he's done. But I'm just saying maybe the guy's just an opportunist and he's checking all the boxes because he doesn't stop at any moment to tell you how great he is. He doesn't stop at any moment to tell you how how, um, what he's done. Like, he's the only guy at every press conference. Go back. There is a press conference with him telling you he's the greatest. Imagine. <laughs> imagine if Tom Brady, who hasn't said this, imagine if Michael Jordan, Matt, any guy that came, no guy before LeBron ever just came out their face and was like, you know, I'm the best in the world. I don't know. Like that, if you watch wrestling, LeBron James is the CM Punk of wrestling. Close. More like John Cena. But even John Cena is to call himself the greatest of all time. LeBron told Hogan. That's who he is. Hogan to tell you he's the greatest of all time. Nah, even Hulk doesn't. He's CM Punk. LeBron literally should launch a campaign. And in that campaign, he should launch it. We call himself the best in the world. And he, the campaign should be called the personality should hit. Hey, Siri, play called the personality. Like, the commercial should just. Siri, you're failing me. Hey, Siri. Hmm. Is there something else I can help with? 
Yes, play Cult of Personality. You're killing me, sir. Cult of Personality by Living Color. There we go. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth. Just get to the song. Just get to the song. And like LeBron should come out to every game with this plan. And he comes out to the center court and he looks into the crowd and he just goes, it's clobbering time because he's the best in the world. It's a good song. Hey, Siri. Stop. Thank you, Siri. Uh, what did Brandon say? My old boss. I hope he doesn't pull a shack and play for teams when he is. Yeah, Shaq started playing for Shaq started collecting jerseys, Brandon, towards the end of his career. <laughs> That's basically what he was doing. He's just collecting jerseys. I don't think LeBron's going to do that unless, like, his kid gets drafted somewhere. He's like, I ain't going to play with him. But we'll see. We'll see. Hey, we're going to, if you're listening to the podcast on um, the podcast itself on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere major podcasts are downloaded, uh, you will get a great, great song. But if you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, and listening on DJ Chase or Dynasty, guess what? It's time for the news, which happens to be like my favorite segment, in all honesty. I really like doing the news. So buckle up, kids, because it's time for the news. Downright Sports. Time to build a new land 
I know we could do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do is put it in our minds. Surely things will work out. They do it every time. The world won't get no better if we just let it be. Yeah.
right there let's wrap the show up and i had a lot to talk about this segment it's not going to happen um real quick just to touch on some things michigan are they cheating who cares like it is what it is everybody cheats they're just mad i think what it is is they have to find a sacrifice and i find it hard to believe georgia bama clinton you know, clemson sucks anyway but i believe i find it hard to believe none of those guys like they all do something so you gotta, you gotta enforce rules somewhere, but like, stop, okay? Uh, Deion Sanders, he's oof, it's not going too good uh, for old Coach Prime. I don't think did he win last week? I don't know if he won. Um, I'm gonna take up too much time looking for this crap. I think he won. If not, look. He's four and five, okay? He's four and five. He did lose, and it was the game. Other than the stand, the Oregon game, yeah, other than the Oregon game, all his games have been close. Um, but, like, I think he needs to beat Arizona. If he can beat Arizona, and then he can win out, he can still make a bowl game. But next year, he bests, oh, boy, oh, boy. He better crack that transfer portal open like a, like a walnut or a, a, a pistachio or something. <laughs> and then what else I got? Um, who do I got winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. It's tough. It ain't the Cowboys. I'm getting sick and tired of... The Cowboys lost to the Eagles, okay? And it's still like, is it a good loss it's for Dak? Is it a good loss? It's a loss. He Like, stop. It's a loss. So think about it like this, ladies and gentlemen. Dak played... The best game he could play, and the damn Cowboys still lost. Because that's what they do. So stop putting the Cowboys in the playoffs. Stop it. Enough. I mean, yes, you can put them in the playoffs, but as far as the Super Bowl and, you know, the yeah, you know the, the day comes. Because I know ESPN and all ESPN, let's just call it like it is, because Fox doesn't do, Fox has this nonsense, but nobody pays attention to sports the way ESPN does. ESPN is CNN, it's Fox News, it's everything, okay? There's so little to talk about in sports. Trust me, I know. You have to find stuff to talk about. You also have to find things to make people listen. LeBron, the Cowboys, the Yankees, uh, Tom Brady, and um, 
This is a bunch of other stuff, but those things will get people to turn their head and go, huh, what was going on over there? You, If you can find a way in your heart to do segment after segment after segment on the Cowboys, trust me, you will get people listening to your show. Why? I honestly guy don't know. But they still are to this day America's sweetheart team, yada, 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 yada. Yet they've won the... See, I started talking to Cowboys, and Mary got up. She left. She can't stand it. She hates the Cowboys. That Just that much. I, I can't believe it. Anyway, they're not winning. This could be the year the Eagles win the Super Bowl, or this could be the year the Chiefs, I don't think, have enough to repeat. Unfortunately, the Bills have seemed to die. Um, honestly, I could see a scenario in where the, um, the Bengals find a way to win, or if the Ravens keep playing defense the way they have, the Ravens may win one, which will give them their third in franchise history, which ain't half bad. But we'll see. Uh, as the season goes on, I'll start diving in and really seeing who's got an opportunity. All right. Bobby Knight passed away last week. Bobby Knight, uh, legendary coach, countless wins. Uh, I think he's top five all-time in wins. Bobby Knight came into my work, my stratosphere, me paying attention to sports because he was a guy who threw a chair across the court. That's how I saw him. And then, like I do with everything, you start paying attention and you realize, oh, this guy was a winner. But even when he looked happy, he looked angry. He just looked like an angry man. Bobby Knight, people who don't understand him, you know, he has a military background. Coached at West Point. All right. Coach K took over for him. And then Coach K went to Duke. No, Coach K was his assistant. I don't know if Coach, Coach K did coach at Army. Either way, Bobby Knight, if you want to credit him, he has one superstar athlete on his resume with over 900 career wins, one superstar athlete on his resume. And that's Isaiah Thomas. Outside of that, there isn't anybody. Isaiah Thomas is his only all-star, his only champion in the NBA. But the guy count he was winning his three national championships. His teams were always in it. That's how good he was. Because that's what he was able to do. You know, he was able to run. He had a system. He had plays. He ran those plays. He was a creature of habit. And he 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 strived for perfection. In a day and age where it almost seems like nobody kind of does. He strived for perfection, and that's, you know, you, if you're like me, you start paying attention to people who kind of passed away, and like, they live in today's time, et cetera, et cetera. I'm here to tell you, Bobby Knight wouldn't have made, there's a lot of people that wouldn't have, wouldn't make it today, just because the atmosphere, the culture, language is all different. But for his time and his era, the guy did what he had to do, and he got, he got results. Unfortunately, some of this stuff he should probably have been arrested for. But that's what, you know, it was just what the times called for. It was different. Were people tougher? I don't know. That's a conversation for a different day. Were they more tolerant? I don't know if they were more tolerant or they were more afraid. It's like, you know, beating your kid. <laughs> it's like, I got results. Yeah, but like the kid goes to therapy and doesn't know how to hug. So <laughs> this is a different story. Anyway, this has been Dowry Sports, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Um, had a lot of fun. Always have fun. Uh, tune in and download the DJ Chase Radio app to listen to the show. Also, 
Download the show at Apple, Spotify, or anywhere major podcasts can be downloaded. Subscribe at YouTube at uh, Downray Sports. Just follow us on social media or at Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can follow me on X, which is a stupid name still, at Brent Reed 18 Just to give you an idea, my dad called me earlier today and was like, Hey, I was watching your show on YouTube. You know how things, Dad? He was like, So, like, your wardrobe. You change your wardrobe every week? Yeah. Doesn't everybody? You don't think you, like, want a theme? I'm like, what theme would I want? I changed my... To his point, a little bit, I originally started with the idea of, like, every week I would wear a different sports thing. There's my mother again. This is Downright Sports. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.